As we read the gospel records, we read eyewitness accounts of the life and ministry of the Lord Jesus. In a sense, the gospels are just the beginning of Christ's work. The adventure continues in the book of Acts. In this study with Scott Pauley, we consider the continuing work of Christ through the Holy Spirit, who works through the apostles and the New Testament church. Now, let's get in on the adventure. Are you a numbers person? I must confess to you, that is not me. Uh, but I know some people, they, they love numbers, love working with numbers. And when it comes to business, uh, people always say, well, it's about the numbers. It's about the numbers. I want to say to you, when it comes to the work of God, it's not just about the numbers. In fact, I can prove that to you today because God's math is different than ours. We've come in our study, the adventure continues, to Acts chapter 6 and verse number 1, where the Bible says, And in those days when the number of the disciples was multiplied, there arose a murmuring of the Grecians against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. Then the twelve called the multitude of the disciples unto them and said, It is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Wherefore, brethren, look ye out among you seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. Now, Acts 6 is a pivotal point in the early church and for the work and development of the New Testament church because this is the beginning of the work of deacons. We'll come back and talk more about the deacons and about some of the specific individuals mentioned in this portion of Scripture. But I want to point out to you today that this business is not just about the numbers. Now, there are numbers mentioned here. The number of the disciples was multiplied, and we all want to stop and say praise God for that. But I want to remind you that every number is a soul, and that numbers themselves in the work of the Lord can never be the goal. I fear that in our modern Christianity, so many people have the idea, if it's big, it must be of God. Could I just remind you the devil knows how to get a crowd? And that very often the Lord's people are in the remnant and in the minority. So uh, it's not the size of the church that shows the blessing and favor of God. We thank God for every person that comes to the Lord Jesus and everyone that follows Christ and all who gather uh, to, to worship and to labor together. But the numbers are not the goal because God's math is higher than our math. You want higher math? The Bible says in Isaiah that his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. So let's look at some of the divine math today just to see that it's not just about the numbers. First of all, there's the principle of multiplication. Notice the number of the disciples was multiplied. Now you remember up to this point in the book of Acts, the Bible has used the word added. In Acts chapter 2 verse 41, again in chapter 2 and verse 47, in chapter 5 and verse 14, they were added to the church. They were added to them daily. The Lord added to the church. But now the Acts arithmetic becomes multiplication. That's very important. You see, the work of God must move beyond simply adding a few here and there to multiplying uh, the number of people coming to Christ. And may I say to you, the only way to multiply the converts is to multiply the witnesses. Notice when the multiplication came, right after Acts 5.42, when they were in the temple and in every house every day teaching and preaching Jesus Christ. And that's very important. 
So if every day, in every place, every believer is getting the gospel out, guess what? It will multiply. Uh, we have dead into the thing. We've bottled it up by seeing how many people we can add uh, to an auditorium, add to a congregation for one preacher to preach to. That's all addition. Our addition must become multiplication, and every Christian must seek to get the gospel out. Every day is gospel day. I don't know exactly what day you're listening to this particular study, but whatever day this is, this is gospel day. So we begin with the principle of multiplication. Then we see the problem of division. Wouldn't you know it that every time God is multiplying, Satan is trying to divide. And the Bible says here in verse number one, there arose a murmuring. You might mark in your Bible, multiplied and murmuring and connect the two. Satan always opposes what God ordains. And forward movement always produces friction. Look, problems are going to come. But we must remember this, that division, suspicion, strife, uh, unnecessary contention and conflict is never of God. This is not a fruit of the Spirit. This is the work of the enemy, sowing discord among the brethren. And let me tell you what spiritual people have to do. Spiritual people have to find the mind of God. They have to discern when the devil is up to something and realize this is a critical moment. we just got to find out what God wants. Look, friends, blessings and battles always go together. Maybe right now in your family or in your church or the work God has given you, there's some great conflict and division. Let me just tell you, those problems are going to come, but this is the moment for you to seek God and find out what does the Lord want. It's not just about the externals. It's not just about the numbers. No, we want God's way. So there's the principle of multiplication. There's the problem of division. Then there's the purpose of subtraction. <laughs> this may sound strange to you, but these 12 said, look, there's some things we just need to eliminate from our schedule so we can give ourselves to what God's given us to do. Uh, they said it's not reason that we should leave the Word of God and serve tables. Sometimes in the, in the divine math, you've got to eliminate some things, good things, but things that are, are lesser, things that are not yours to do. I've come to the place in my own life where I've realized that everything I could do doesn't mean I should do it. And sometimes discerning the difference between what we could do and what we should do is the great struggle, isn't it? You've got to deal with distraction. And lesser things have to be laid aside so that you can concentrate on what God has given you to do. Moody said, you want to make the most of your opportunity? Two steps. Number one, consecrate. And number two, concentrate. Consecrate yourself to God and then concentrate on what God has given you to do. It's not just about the numbers. It's not about what you can accomplish. It's not about how much you can produce. It's about the will of God. So there's the principle of multiplication, the problem of division, the purpose of subtraction, and finally, the potential of addition. Notice here, not just the addition of believers, I love this, but the addition of laborers. What did they do? They looked at the congregation and said, let's find some men to help us. Men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom. Men that can be appointed over this particular business of caring for the, for the widows of the church. Oh, this is wonderful. Not just members, but ministers. Look, friends, we don't need more pew sitters, more attenders. What we need is the addition of laborers. That's what Jesus prayed for in Matthew 9. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he'll send forth laborers into his harvest. And we're going to come back to this passage and study these laborers. They're all different. 
There's a beautiful variety in the Lord's labors. and There's a powerful unity in the Lord's labors. There's an eternal productivity in the Lord's labors. See, God takes all kinds of people, puts them together, and when they labor together for the common goal of honoring God and fulfilling his purpose, not only are they laboring, God is working. You see, my friends, it's not just about the numbers. It's about each of us finding our place in the wonderful work of the Lord and serving God right where we are. So whether it is preacher or people, all of us must simply plug in to what the Lord is doing in this world through the local New Testament church. It's not just about the numbers. It's not just about how the world measures things. The question is, what does the Lord want? I encourage you today, find the mind of God and then do the will of God right where you are. And as that happens, you will grow in the Lord, others will come to know Christ, and the whole church will move forward. The same is true today as it was then. The Lord is at work in this world through His Holy Spirit, drawing people to Himself. What a privilege as God's children to be a part of what God is doing in this world today. If you'll visit enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find many resources that will equip you as you walk with the Lord. You will find previous podcast series and episodes, full-length Bible messages, and a topical search engine that will aid you in studying Bible subjects. If this podcast is a blessing to you, We hope you will share it with a friend. Be sure to join us on the next episode of this continuing adventure through the book of Acts.